What's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Dense Pixels podcast. I'm your host, uh, Guy Fieri, apparently. <laughs> According to a random Instagrammer. Oh, shit. That yeah, was funny. I've, n- I've never, I don't think I've ever been more upset to be compared to anybody in my entire life. Uh, that yeah, when someone that compared me to Guy be, Fieri. Uh, that might be the equivalent of the N word for you. It's pretty close. It's pretty close. <laughs> I don't like that guy. I don't like yeah, him. I don't one like bit. him either, man. I don't like him one bit. But whatever. It's all it's all in good fun. My 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 clothing lacks sufficient flames and my hair lacks a sufficient bleachness to be that <laughs> fucking asshole. I also I also don't wear my sunglasses backwards on my head because I'm not oh, a douchebag. Oh, he does that all the time. Oh, nope. It's where it's where, it's where he keeps them when he's not using them because because he can't just sit them on top of his fucking spiky head. He's got a. You can't put him in your collar like everybody else. Nah, nah, nah. He's got a. He's got to wear him backwards. Uh, this is Micah. Micah's on the other. Uh, on the other end of this as well. Howdy. We we may or may not get Terrence in. Terrence is dealing with some stuff tonight. Um, we'll see if we can't grab him later on in the show. Uh, but if not, then we will soldier on alone. Um, we've got a lot to talk about. A lot to talk about. There's a lot of news stories this week. Um, but we'll start with what we've been playing. Now, I knew um, that Micah was going to get Horizon Zero Dawn in February. I did not know what the other game Micah said he was going to buy in February. And that game is apparently the new game on PS4, Neo. And it, with retrospect, I should have probably guessed this game. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Neo is, uh, you know, I've heard a lot of things about it. And, you know, I. Uh, it, it was one of those. It was one of those uh, instances where I had money burned a hole in my pocket, mm-hmm. and um, the only thing to cure it was to buy something that I don't need and probably won't want. But um, you know, since we're taping this uh, a day late, I was able to play uh, about a half an hour of Neo, and um, this game is getting a lot of Dark Souls clones. Yeah, a friend a friend of mine says it was ba- it's basically Japanese Dark Souls, which itself is a redundant statement. <laughs> right, right, because <laughs> Dark Souls is Japanese. Um, so you play this guy in uh, 1600s era Japan named William. Um, he is apparently the last samurai, not mm. Tom Cruise. And uh, I don't know some some uh, Japanese folklore mumbo jumbo where you got to fight demons and stuff like that, right? So I don't really care about the story. I I, I wanted to. It's a team ninja game, so I wanted to mm-hmm. play it and see how it how it plays because their games, you know, as much as Ninja Gaiden is a ball buster for me, it's fun to play. And this game is not like Ninja Gaiden. Is um, that a good thing or a bad thing, or is it just different? It's a different thing. Okay. So Ninja Gaiden, you know, it's all about uh, combos and not getting hit and stuff like that. And the same thing is is true with Neo, but you, it's it's a little more difficult. It's like if Ninja Gaiden was like, uh, I, I like to think of this game as like a Ninja Gaiden simulator, mm-hmm. where everything you do causes you have a stamina gauge and everything you do affects that stamina gauge and from swinging to dodging to blocking if you block and get hit your stamina gauge takes a big hit Mm -hmm. and you have to it's it's a resource that you have to manage you can't just you know hit 
hit uh, square, square, square triangle. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Without without needing to recover. Um, if you run out of stamina, you, you, you're stunned and you have to wait for some of it to come back, leaving you open for a hit. Um, the good thing about this is that the enemies play by those rules also. Okay. And when I first, you, you start out in a jail cell and I'm like, all right, I'm going to walk out. And then the game prompts me to lock on to an enemy. Now I'm in a jail cell. I don't have any equipment on. So I'm like, whatever. I'm the hero of this story. I'm going to whoop this dude's ass. And this dude pulled out a sword and proceeded to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> I said, well, all right, all right, all right. I can't just mash the button. All right. I'm going to go and take two, right? Come out. And I don't mash the button, but this dude ends up killing me again. I was like, what the fuck is going on? So I was like, all right, uh, here's the block button. Oh, okay. I know how to block now. So I go out and this dude proceeds to kill me again. And see, I'd have been done. Like, 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 <laughs> like at that point, I'd be like, all right, nope. Sorry, sorry, Neo. And well, it was my fault, right? Because I'm, I'm, I'm literally walking around in my, in my, in my underoos trying to fight this guy in full armor. And, uh, so I, I said, all right, well, screw this guy. I'm just going to go and try to avoid him, and I I get more equipment and stuff like that. And then I'm like, all right, now I can fight this guy. And this dude, like, his swings take off. His swings take off, like, I don't know, 35 40% of your health. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have to – it's all about positioning and, and uh, timing your attacks. It's kind of like fencing, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? You got to get in and get out. You got to know when to dodge. And luckily, I'm still early in the game where these enemies, you know, they're stupid. So they're telegraphing all their moves, right? So I don't know many things, um, but in listening to you talk about this game for the last three minutes, I know that I will never, ever play Neo. (laughs) And this was the game that I was alluding to that Terrence might uh, enjoy. No, you you don't enjoy it because it's on a PS3. Right, or PS4 he'll, rather, yeah. Because he'll complain like, "Oh, my hands are too big for this." No, they're well, not. plus, plus, you—I mean, you fucked up anyway because you—the way you should have done the jail cell scene is you should have gotten a bottle of ketchup and laid down on the floor and simulated dying, and then the guard would have come in to check on you, and then you could have snuck up on him and put him in like a chokehold and killed him. Then you could have found <laughs> your equipment, and then you could have proceeded through the rest of the prison. So I'm still trying to escape this tower and like a fight, a two on one fight at this point, you know, cause I'm still trying to figure things out. A two on one fight is pretty challenging, not challenging. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's very much a nuisance because they don't do the, you know, chop karate movie thing where it's like, Hey, let's surround this guy and then take them on one at a time. Like, no, they, they attack all at once and you need to, and like I said, you can block all you want, but eventually your block is going to give out because mm-hmm. your stun gauge is going to go down. So you got to keep moving. You got to block. You got to go in. You got to go out. Like it's, and then there are different stances that you do and different weapons and different weapons have different attributes. And then each weapon has a stance for that weapon. So the stances let you do things quicker or slower or guard in certain ways. It's, it's actually pretty, Intricate. Um, there's it's, no pausing. What? How, yeah, do you, you how, do you, how do you stop for a second if you need to? You go in a corner. And fucking hide? And you, and you pull up your inventory. 
and and you go through it that way. And when you pull up the inventory, um, you see your character, and your character can still move in real time because if an enemy spots you while you're going through your inventory, they're going to attack you. You you know this game was like ten years in the making, right? Really? Yeah this this was this is like the last Guardian, but without the without the publicity. Like this, if if I recall correctly, this game was originally planned to be a PS3 launch title, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and it just got you know delayed into development hell. If I'm wow. thinking of the right game, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure that this is yeah. that game. Technically, it began development in 2004. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So. Um, and then they have these little areas where these little shrines where you can pray to and you can refill your health and they act as save points. Mm-hmm. They are very few and far between. And every time you pray, you reset all the enemies. So this, this, sound, this sounds like a load of bullshit to me. <laughs> like, 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 I'm just like, I'm, I'm all for challenge, but this just seems like needlessly stupid for the sake of being needlessly <laughs> stupid and yet i'm looking at reviews and, and people love like, it it's amazing ign ign give it a 9.6 out of 10 <laughs> game informer 9 out of 10 destructoid 9 out of 10 has got an 88 on metacritic right now right so is I, it really like is I, it really that good i think i think uh i haven't gotten to like the the super good stuff yet, right? Because I'm still fighting dudes one and two at a time. Uh, apparently, boss fights are something to behold, and one on one encounters with, you know, stronger s- human opponents mm-hmm. are supposed to be really thrilling fights. What I like about this game is that for all the bullshit that it throws you, mm-hmm. and keep in mind, I'm only 30 to 40 minutes in. Right. For all the bullshit that it throws you, it seems like it's going to be fair. Is like it? There's, does there's it, no. Does it, sorry, does it scratch your Onimusha itch for you, basically? Uh, kinda, kinda. Because I've heard it compared to that as well. It, it kinda does, but Onimusha is kind of mindless. Whereas the, you have to pay attention to this. Like, if I if I want to like veg out and just like play a game, mm-hmm. but not have to think too hard, like with Destiny. I'll I'll play that and then listen to a podcast or something. But I can't really do this mm-hmm. because I need to pay attention to to enemy encounters. I, and I will be curious to see how long your patience lasts with this <laughs> yeah. game cuz from cuz it's only going to get worse. Like, you know, it's not, it's not right. gonna, it's not going to it's not going to get easier as you go along. Right. Um, right. So that'll be but, interesting. Did you you cuz you never finished any of the Souls games, did you? I didn't play any of the Souls games. Oh, okay. So Interesting. I said because I didn't like the I didn't like the uh, the gothic like theme around it. Right. You know? Like I don't want to fight skeletons and. So 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 basically, what you're saying is Terrence would really enjoy this. You're going to tolerate it for as long as you possibly can until you don't, and then I'm going to just stay far, far away. Right. From Neo. <laughs> so fair enough. Um. I didn't. I haven't played anything new, but I did watch something that you would be particularly interested in, and I know a lot of our listeners would probably be particularly interested in if they have forty-five minutes to kill. Um, there is a video on YouTube, and the video is 
from a guy named Ray Sevick, I think is his is his screen name. Um, it's called Mass Effect Ten Years Later, and it is a big long. Um, really deep dive like into the development and and the finished product of the first Mass Effect game, and oh, they wow. really go through it all. Um, you know, talk about what it did really well, talked about its warts, um, compared a little bit to, you know, and, and but they really kept it focused on the first Mass Effect game, and like when they reference stuff, they don't reference later Mass Effect games. They reference you know Kotor. And, and Jade Empire and how Mass Effect compared, like, you know, is an evolution of those systems that Bioware created. I found yeah. it pretty interesting. Um, if you're a big Mass Effect fan, I would say it's definitely worth checking out. If you, like I said, if you have 45 minutes that you could sit down and watch this on YouTube. Um, I would say, yeah, I would, I would look at it. It was pretty, All it was right. pretty cool. I'm adding it to my, uh, watch later list. Excellent. Um, so, Make sure that you also before before you watch the forty five minute video on YouTube. Make sure you go to thenerdpocalypse dot com slash premium and sign up to become a premium member, much like Patrick M did. And Patrick won our free copy of Resident Evil Seven for PS four uh, that we were giving away right. because he signed up for a year of premium. He only spent fifty bucks to do that. That's way better than spending five dollars a month to do that because you get two months for free. Basically, that's what it works out to be. But either way, you do it. You should be signing up. So again, go to the nerdpocalypse.com slash premium. Uh, signing up right now gives you instant access to over 200 hours of premium content from TNP Studios, including the Look Forward Political Podcast, the Airing of Grievances, uh, the Men with the Golden Tongues, and No Time to Bleed, because I just had a brief brain fart. So yeah, check that out when you get a chance, and please sign up. And if you sign up for a year, uh, we will give you a shout out on the show, much like as we do every week. Uh, with new releases, Neo is the only uh, new release retail game. Besides, they released a um like a year two version of Rainbow Six Siege, which I think comes with all the previous downloadable content hmm. for the game. Um, so if you're late to the party on that, that's apparently that game has a pretty has a pretty uh, robust community still. Like there's a lot of diehards huh. that are playing Rainbow Six. Go figure. Um, for digital releases, uh, if you have a smartphone, you could play. Fire Emblem Heroes, which I heard is not good, <laughs> not good at all. I uh, I saw that and I'm like, do I want? I've never played a Fire Emblem before. Do I want to start with a phone game? Mm -hmm. And then I thought better of it. And uh, yeah, so well, because apparently because they they have to keep the uh, the battle on one screen, like it's not like regular Fire Emblem where you have this big battlefield that you can kind of pan around with the camera. Apparently, they keep it to one screen. I think it's like. Four on four or something like that. Like I didn't even bother downloading it because it just didn't. It just didn't look like something I wanted to get into. So, if you're a huge Fire Emblem fan, you might like it. But there's that. Um, PlayStation Plus announced their free games for the month of uh, month of February. If you have a PS4, uh, you're getting access to five games for free this month. Uh, but only one of them is probably going to be worth a damn, and that's Little Big Planet Three. <laughs> So that's a freebie. Um, you also get access to Not a Hero, Star Wall, uh, Ninja Senki DX, which is a Vita game, uh, Torque L, which is also a Vita game. And then on PS3, uh, you have that Star Wall game and then a game called, uh, it's a horror game called Anna, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. Those are all free. Once again, not a stellar month for uh, for PlayStation Plus. And then on the digital front, uh, we have a couple games coming out eight days the Onion Knights, Ping Pong VR, 
Super Gun World 2, and the game that undoubtedly has to be our pick of the week is Kitty Powers Matchmaker, <laughs> which is a dating sim, apparently. Really? If I'm not mistaken, yes. Do you do you date cats with superpowers? Uh, no, uh, you date like cat ladies. What? Oh, apparently Kitty Powers is a drag queen diva. Really? Yes. If you go to the website, uh, the the advertisement from the game says run run your own matchmaking agency with help from drag queen diva Kitty Powers. Look, there's being from Baltimore. There is only one drag queen that deserves her own <laughs> video game, and that is Divine. <laughs> Look her up, kids. She was the inspiration for Ursula from The Little Mermaid. Uh, the Daily Dot says, "Quote: There's a British drag queen matchmaking app, and it's perfect." End quote. <laughs> Uh, the Guardian listed as one of their 10 best iOS games. Really? Superb, says BBC Radio 5 Live. Mm, I think they might be biased. <laughs> also from the Daily Dot, this is my favorite person, my favorite quote. There are so many amazing things about Kitty Powers Matchmaker that it's difficult to pinpoint the thing that I love the most about it. Hmm. So enjoy, right. folks. Hopefully there's a platinum trophy in that one. Um, <laughs> question of the week. We asked, uh, a, lot, a lot of games have been coming out lately. Resident Evil 7, Yakuza 0. Uh, we just talked about Neo, which just released. Horizon's coming. Mass Effect is coming. The Switch is coming. So we want to know, uh, what are you currently playing, and why should we be playing it? Christopher says, I would be playing a PS4 if Brad and his wicked shirt <laughs> sent, me, sent me it finally. You know what? I was I was betrayed. I was betrayed by that shirt. <laughs> During the video. So what, what Chris is mentioning, I probably should have mentioned this as well. If you, if you guys go to our, uh, go to Ner- the Nerpocalypse YouTube channel, uh, the most recent episode of TNP Presents, uh, is, is us, or is, is the next, well, me anyway, uh, me, Jack, Jay, and, uh, Demetrius all went to Sparky Pants Studios in Baltimore and checked out the development of a new game called Drop Zone that they have going on. So we have a, a TNP Presents, and then we also released, um, the extended interviews that we did with the uh, the folks we talked to down there, so definitely check it out. Um, and it's it's done really well so far. We appreciate everyone that's been watching that. But I've been catching a lot of flack because I, I the shirt that I was wearing in the interview um, appeared to be wrinkly. So <laughs> I, I bought this shirt. As a matter of fact, Mike, I bought this shirt while we were in Florida for your wedding. Ah. Because because when I when I got my when I got my suit from the men's warehouse, um, they gave me a coupon for fifty percent off. So I said I'll I'll buy some shirts. That's that's good. I bought this shirt. Now since I bought that shirt, I've lost like twenty pounds. So the shirt is a little bit loose on me, which is a reason for a lot of the wrinklage. But then upon further review, I noticed that the shirt indeed at points was wrinkled. And I don't blame myself. I blame the shirt, which advertises itself as a wrinkle-free shirt <laughs> that does not require ironing. So I absolve myself of any responsibility for this. I'm mortified, and I will iron my shirt so hard the next time that I'm going to record a TNP Presents video. Because, I, uh... if, because if there's anything that I'm self-conscious about, it is my, my clothes hoarseness. Essentially, I, I hate when I, you know, iron something and then I sit in the car. And See, I and that's probably what happened, honestly. Yeah, there <laughs> you go. That's that's the excuse we're going to use. Yes. And uh, yeah, you get in the car and you get out and then it's like, oh, well, now I'm wrinkled because <laughs> fuck you. 
<laughs> Good luck on your job interview, bum. Like, oh, all right. But anyway, Cheers. it's it's not my fault. There you go. Um, Amir says, currently going through my backlog of games right now. Heavy Rain, uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider, and Bully. I'm also getting some miscellaneous trophies in Resident Evil 7. Uh, Jax says, I'm currently finishing Final Fantasy 15, and you should be playing just to witness Chapter 13, the worst video game level ever created for real. He's not lying, folks. <laughs> like, it is, it, it grinds that game to a halt. Can, can, you, can you, in a non-spoiler fashion, explain why it's so terrible? Because I'm never going to play Final Fantasy 15. In Final Fantasy 15, you have a uh, an open world mm-hmm. where you have a where the game teaches you how to play and how to um how how the how the combat works and you go through I don't know 40 hours of playing the game a certain way mm-hmm. and then in chapter 13 you are stripped of all your friends. You're stripped of all your powers. You're given a new, uh, a new uh, gameplay mechanic in dealing with uh, enemies, and you're locked into corridors. Okay. It, it completely, it completely, just flips the game on itself, and you have to relearn how to play the game. As you're approaching the end of the game. As you're approaching the end of the game. And then afterwards, you get all your powers back and they're like, oh, okay, thanks for going through all that hell. Here's uh, here's all your cool powers now. And um, and the main character looks like John Wick now. There you go. All right. So, yeah, he ain't lying. That, that chapter's a pain in the ass. Mark says, for sure I'm getting my hands on Mass Effect Andromeda, and I'm really thinking about using my hard-earned tax refund to get a PS4 for Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, My baby mama is looking to get a Switch for my daughter, so I'll be manipulating that situation to my advantage. And fuck Resident Evil 7, I'd rather watch someone else play and shit their pants than to get my drawers dirty. (laughs) I don't even want to watch somebody play it, just in case I see what happens in the game because mm-hmm. I'm that much of a chicken shit. Cam says, <laughs> Cam says it's officially 43 days until Mass Effect releases. Speaking of 43, wasn't it outstanding when Tom Brady completed 43 of his passes in the Super Bowl and the Pats completed the greatest comeback in sports history to which fellow uh, Patriots fan Amir says, I agree. That was the greatest comeback in history. You'd have to be one hating ass person to not respect that. And then Kenneth says what we're all thinking. Get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. Uh, Kenneth, you said the wrong line. The correct line is get that dirty bullshit out of my face. There you go. I didn't he watch was any, probably in a rage when that, he typed that's, it. That's fair. I, I didn't watch any of the Super Bowl this year. Not a minute. It was a good game, man. Yeah, I'm 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 I am officially done with the NFL. Like <laughs> like 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 I've been unofficially done with the NFL for many years. Like I am officially closing the book on me and the NFL. <laughs> I swear to God, man, watching watching uh, a team watching a team play a game, a team whose mascot is a black bird, mm-hmm. play a game, dominate the first half, and then completely choke mm-hmm. in the second half was very, very familiar to me <laughs> being a Ravens fan. Except the Ravens hung on. 
Yeah, but I'm talking about Ravens in general. Oh, just in general, yeah. Ravens in general, they do that all the time, man. I, I hope they, I hope everybody enjoyed the Cubs winning a World Series because it really seems like that we're headed on a bad path <laughs> in sports from from here on out. I mean, fucking uh, like like you know the fucking Pats, and then and Chelsea's probably going to win the Premier League this year, which really sucks. And uh, you got beef with Chelsea Clinton, man? What's up? I got I no, I got beef for Chelsea Football Club. Chelsea, oh. Chelsea, Chelsea Clinton's all right. Oh, so. I didn't. I didn't know because I don't watch soccer. Except I, I, I watched it once during uh, what was the last big tournament? Uh, the World Cup. I watched. The, I watched some Cup. of that. I was some some blue team was playing, <laughs> and, and I, I was people I was with were rooting for the blue team. So I was like, all right, I'll root for the blue team with you guys. I like blue. Malcolm says, currently playing Destiny and Overwatch. If you're not playing, then if you're not playing, then you definitely missing out. Also playing Titanfall because it's a great shooter and tons of fun. Killer Instinct is getting some play because I may play it at final round. Honestly, I am just waiting for Injustice in Tekken 7. Uh I want to go to final round one day. Just to just to not to compete, because what am I gonna do there? But just to be around that atmosphere, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And it's in Atlanta. Like we can get to Atlanta. I don't know. It's it, it's very crime infested, Atlanta. I've heard. Yeah, so yeah, I've heard. Yeah. Uh, whenever I go to visit my in laws, I we uh we have to dodge a bunch of bullets. <laughs> Fuck out of here! While while people are are living in their in their fifty thousand dollar mansions, <laughs> you ain't really lying either, man. Infested. Uh, anyway, uh, Kenneth says, I went back to playing the first Injustice. I'm about to start Shadowrun Hong Kong if I can get past <laughs> character creation. Finally, on the side, I squeeze in some uh, ooh, Senran Kagura Shinovi mm-hmm. uh, versus because of two words, uh, lingerie lottery. Yeah, hmm. makes sense. I might have to. I I didn't realize there was I didn't realize there was a Shadow Run video game. Where have I been? There's always been a Shadow Run video. Game. Oh, you're right. There always has been a Shadow Run video game. I, is is it in the same universe though as the um as the as RPG? The board game? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, the only reason I knew it was like a board game mm-hmm. is because I was like, "What the fuck is this Shadow Run business?" And uh. I did a little bit of investigating. Carrie says. Been playing Animal Crossing New Leaf because it's a nice, calming experience. I also picked up Fake Pokemon World, the Next World Order, and while it's definitely <laughs> not as good as Cyber Sleuth was last year, it's definitely fun, and I've enjoyed it so far. I wasn't reading that for a second. I thought that she actually said Fake Pokemon, and then I, <laughs> and then I, and then I clicked back over to the response and saw that she, uh, she said what the game, what the game's alternate title is. Yeah, alternate title. Like alternate facts. <laughs> Jay says, don't let Resident Evil distract you from the fact that Cam supports a white supremacist <laughs> as president via his dumb, thick, thick-necked quarterback. Hashtag known racist Cam. Um, Tom Brady doesn't have thick neck. Tom Tom is... Uh, he's a, he's a, he, I, I would go as far as to say he is a pencil neck geek. Yeah, yeah. In the, in the, well, wor- in the words of Freddie Blassie. Roger that. Uh, Cam says, hashtag stay woke. (laughs) 
Trey says, been playing WWE 2K17 because I giggle every time my character uh, as a heel dabs over his fallen foe in the crowd cheers. Also playing Tokyo Twilight Ghost Hunters on my Vita. <laughs> That's funny. He's that TJ Perkins thought. There you go. <laughs> Johnny says, still playing a lot of Overwatch. I will also play Destiny with a certain woke fire team named Space Wakanda. Uh, I also have an unopened copy of The Last Guardian, but I can't—I just can't bring myself to play it. Um, Randy says, playing Killer Instinct Season 2 because it was free. Also, 2K17 because I'm too old for the NBA and I want to live out my dream. Probably picking up Resident Evil later this month. Uh, Leopoldo says my sad ass is stuck on wwe champions on my goddamn phone (laughs) if you would have told me i would be playing an rpg bejeweled wrestling game and enjoy it i would have screamed get the fuck out of my face with that bullshit but here i here i is letting dust build up on my ps4 praying my two months my two month old don't start crying for attention because i gotta level up seth freaking rollins is is it is it bad that I might end up downloading um, WWE how about, Champions? How about I'm about to download it? <laughs> That's all I need. I just need one person to say that something is good, and I will download. Well, so so here's the thing. So so a game my son really likes is there's this Ice Age match three game that he likes to pull up and just have me play on the tablet. Because he just likes he likes Ice Age and he and he and it's you know it's a fun game for him to watch because it's colorful. So I could I could play WWE Champions. There he might go. get into that. There you go. And downloading. All right. <laughs> Our buddy Justin says, you know I'm not you know I'm never happy unless I'm playing multiple games simultaneously. So here's the list. Mass Effect 1 with Andromeda coming out soon. I want to know the world again. I never did beat the first one, so this is a good opportunity to do so. I don't know if you need to play the first one. I mean, here's the thing with the first one. Mm-hmm. You don't need to play it, but I really enjoy the story of the first one. I like, know, but I, but it, but do you enjoy it more than you don't enjoy? The, I know, the, I know. The gameplay. I mean, I it's, it's, <laughs> like it's, if I just, it's so hard to get through that game. It is, man. It is, especially now. And like, I can I can suffer through the combat, but like some of the like Mako stuff is, it's just. It just really gets on my nerves, what, what, Like I said, watch watch that video. It'll be very cathartic for not not cathartic for you, but you'll 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 laugh along with it, and 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 you'll you'll find you'll appreciate everything it has to offer. Yeah. Uh, two Dynasty Warriors God Seekers. You should play it because we haven't had a Dynasty Tactics game in fifteen years. Be warned though that compared to the first two Tactics games, this is easy as shit. Fake Pokemon World Next Order. Uh, if you loved the first poke, uh, fake Pokemon world, (laughs) 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 this is worth playing. It's got the same systems in place as the first, but fleshed out and balanced. So you don't have to spend literally 90% of your partner's life training, uh, VA 11 hall dash a, I I think it's supposed to be Valhalla just, just Uh, spelled out in a really stupid fashion. Oh, like like elite spelling. Yes, Valhalla. yes. Wow. Yep. Valhalla, a cyberpunk bartender action. What? 
it, it it's a pretty chill game where you mix drinks for people and listen to them gossip about crazy cyberpunk world recommended if you just want to relax and not think too hard about what you're playing finally uh guild quest uh it's an idle game because i'm because i'm a piece of shit you should you shouldn't play this <laughs> because it's an idle game and <laughs> you'd be a piece of shit <laughs> Uh, Anthony says Mafia 3 because so many racist assholes to slice open so little time yeah I might have to get back into that man I never did finish it eh, I'm, I'm okay I'm okay not uh, not getting not back into that it. yeah, yeah uh, I'll see my dumb ass went and bought the uh, special edition mm-hmm. so maybe when all that DLC comes out then I'll I'll give it a shot Christopher says, Street Fighter V and Tekken 7, thank God for arcades, finishing up uh, side stuff in Final Fantasy XV, and playing Kingdom Hearts 2.8. Um, where are there arcades around here? Because I think this there, is the Christopher that li- Yeah, this Christopher lives near me. I'm just curious. I don't know. You'll have to find out for him. <laughs> yeah, I'm very curious. Um... Robert says, XCOM 2, excellent turn-based tactical combat. If you've played XCOM, you know the drill, uh, but this is better. It's like Final Fantasy Tactics with guns and aliens. What more could you want? Stardew Valley, all the clicky reward gratification of bullshit Zynga games without needing 847 friends or a $3.14 microtransaction to unlock asparagus or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Sid Meier's Colonization Classic went on sale for Steam for a dollar seventy-four, so I picked it up. Um, Rayman Origins because I hate myself <laughs> and I do not like that. Game that game's fantastic, though. But it's 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 very French. Like it feels, oh, sure. I can feel the Frenchness of it. <laughs> <laughs> I do not like platformers or Dex check games at all, but my girlfriend's favorite genre is platformers, and my kids love them too. So uh, I bite the bullet and be a good dad and play this with the family because at least it's not fucking Bomberman. There you go, good dad. What the fuck's wrong with uh, Bomberman? I love uh, Bomberman too. Uh, I think Bomberman might be a little overrated. Just a little bit. I disagree. <laughs> I think I think I think it is correctly rated. La Interpret says currently finishing the Jack the Ripper campaign in Assassin's Creed Syndicate DLC because it's amazing and fun. Parkour plus knife throwing and more. Uh, also playing Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time. Rayman Origins for the great music and challenging puzzle fun. Killer Instinct 2 because reasons and contrast. I did, Everyone, I did not care for contrast. Really? Yeah, it was, it just, it just, I, I usually like those games too. It just did not do it for me. Ah, I think I have contrast in my, in my library. You probably do because it was free, um, for a little bit when the PS4 first came out. I'll have to, I'll have to, I'll have to revisit it, but I yeah. probably won't. Um, Stewart says been playing Sleeping Dogs Definitive Edition after getting it for an obscenely low price in a flash sale on the PlayStation Store. The game still holds up really well, and I forgot how interesting the story and main character was, and all the DLC included is fun. Man, I really love that game. You know who did the voice of the uh, main character too in that game, right? Um, ah, what's his name? I I know who it is. It's like Will. Hung Lee or something like that. I, mm-hmm. I, I can't. I can't remember. But but you know what like else a, he's in, right? 
What's that? He was Colonel Moon in Die Another Day. Oh, balls. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Oh. It's 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 uh, uh, Will, Will Yoon Lee is is who yes, it was. Yes, that's it. Oh, I am so sorry. <laughs> well, at least he got out quick. He did. He got out quick, man. He <laughs> he read the script after he signed it. And he was like, "Ooh, well, at least I'm only in these two scenes." Thank God. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, uh, Juan says, "I'm currently finishing up Watch Dogs Two, probably one of the most underrated games I can remember." And yes, it is better than GTA Five. Ooh, boy, that's a that's a fucking hot fire take right there. <laughs> Look, I don't know, man. I really enjoyed myself. I really enjoyed myself at that game. The problem was once you got the quadcopter, it could be if you choose to play it that way, it could be a little easy. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, man. I I really I really enjoyed that game. Uh, and preparing to start Neo for three weeks until Horizon Zero Dawn and Mass Effect keep me occupied. Through the summer, I think Juan wins the MICA award for most, uh, for comment that most pertains to him. Uh, I am so, I'm so worried about Horizon because that game looks really good, but I am, I am afraid that it is going to, I'm going to do the same thing that I did to Kings of Amalur when that (laughs) game came out and I'm going to play it hardcore for three weeks and then Mass Effect's going to come out, fuck my shit up. And that game's going to get shoved off to the side and not played as much as it should be. So oh, yeah. I'm, I'm worried about Look, that. Look, I, I really like Yakuza 0. Mm-hmm. Um, but now that I'm juggling Yakuza and Neo. Yeah, it's already already done. Uh, not not necessarily, because I figure when Neo frustrates me, I'll mm-hmm. play Yakuza. Because Yakuza has actually a really, really interesting story. But I'm juggling those two games, right? There's no way I'm going to be finished Yakuza. There damn sure ain't no way I'm going to finish a hard game like Neo. Right. And then Horizon is coming out. I'm going to have three games to juggle. And then the world is getting put on hold <laughs> when Mass Effect comes out. So if I don't finish those three games before Mass Effect comes out, they they probably not going to get finished. There's uh there's one response you skipped over from Jake. Um, He says he's beginning to get deep into the Skyrim remaster. Uh, he knows it shouldn't be game of the year or anything since it's a remaster, but he's one of the strange few who never played it. And Jesus, am I loving this. As a lifetime fantasy enthusiast who has over several 2,000-point armies for Warhammer in my house, goddamn, um, I have no clue why I never played and am crazy involved already despite only recently hitting level 10. think my toddlers dig it too because even if I walk to my Xbox with a disc... They loudly ask if I'm playing Skyrim. Also, he says, is it odd that I've never played a single Mass Effect game? I have nothing but respect for how good I assume it is, but I've just never made the time, effort, or money to do so. Um, I mean, if you're interested in it, you should fucking play the Mass Effect series. Because even even with Andromeda coming out, the original series is still going to hold up very well. Yeah. Um, so I think Mass Effect does it for me because... It hits the genres that I like, mm-hmm. right? It's it's military space combat, and so th- that that gets me in the door, and then all the relationship stuff, and and uh, to a slightly lesser extent, the gameplay mm-hmm. um, is what kept me there. So, if you're interested in the like overall sci-fi element of it, absolutely give it a try. Um, if you're not interested in it. Uh, you know, uh, see if you can find Mass Effect 2 on the cheap. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, well, that, if you're gonna, if you're only gonna play one, that would definitely be the one to, yeah, the one to play. Yep. So, well, thank you guys for all your responses. Um, we will kick it over to me uh, for for headlines. Uh, there's a new expansion coming out for Elder Scrolls Online, and they are taking it back to the past. Um, they're going to be coming out with a Morrowind expansion uh, sometime this year, in June, actually, as a matter of fact. And they say it's going to feature more than 30 hours of gameplay and the addition of the largest geographic zone in the game since it released. Um, I would imagine there are probably some Skyrim or some Elder Scrolls fans that are pretty excited about this. Yeah, um, I saw this trailer during the Super Bowl. I was Mm -hmm. like, what the hell is this? And I was like, oh, this looks kind of interesting. And then it was like, and then it said what the game was. And I'm like, oh, I don't. Really <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, ESO's carved out a fair little, uh, fair little niche for itself in the MMO space. I like, it's, it's never, I mean, it's never going to get the, the plaudits of like a World of Warcraft, but I think there's a definitely like dedicated fan base that really is playing this game pretty heavily. I never, I could just never, I never wanted to get into it. I don't know. Like I've yeah, got, I've I, got enough lifestyle games. Yeah. I, I just don't, I, I I don't see myself having the time to put into something like that. Mm-hmm. Like as much as um, it looks cool and as much as I enjoyed my time with like Final Fantasy 14, like I had to give it up because I wouldn't play it. And I don't know if this game is, is this game free to play? Uh, it is. Well, I mean, after you purchase the game, yeah, the you initial. can play it for free. Yeah. I mean, that's a plus, but. Um, but this content's not like you're going to pay 40 bucks for this Morrowind expansion. Right. So. Right. But but I mean if you're if you're still jamming on ESO I want I wonder if any of our listeners are playing ESO because I don't no one really talks about it inside the uh, the game group so you guys will have to let us know if you yeah. if you're if you're checking out if you're excited about this Morrowind expansion or if you're or if you're a lapsed ESO player this will if this will get you back uh, speaking of MMOs uh, Blizzard says that you can now use your gold from World of Warcraft to buy virtual items for other Blizzard stuff like Overwatch and Hearthstone. Um, this is uh, the WoW tokens is something they've been doing in 2015, where you could spend use your gold uh, for game time inside of inside of WoW, and now they're letting it just basically become regular BattleNet credit that you can then use to buy you know packs in Hearthstone or loot boxes for Overwatch or, or stuff like that. Which that's kind of cool, man. I mean, it's it's a good way to keep people in your family, and I'm sure that there's a lot of WoW players that have no need for any of that. You know what I mean? Like, like it's have so much gold that they don't know what to do with it. Right. And, and this is a good way to, uh, to continue encouraging folks to, to, you know, keep playing wow and, and keep playing your other games. This is a, it's a really smart thing by them. I kind of wish that, uh, other companies would think of this stuff sometimes. I don't know. I don't know if anyone, but Blizzard has the infrastructure to really pull it off though. Does this encourage, uh, gold farming, like the continued use of gold farming? I can't imagine no more than it already is encouraged just by existing, you know? Yeah. So All right. that's if you're a wild player, it's cool. Um, EA is stubbornly sticking to their guns with the NBA live series, insisting that there's going to be a new NBA live game released this year in the fall. Okay. Why? I don't believe you. I, I, I don't know why you would want to. I, I really don't at this point. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I just, I look at this, uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I haven't played live 
in in decades, quite literally. Mm-hmm. And um, so I, I, you know, I don't know. Like on the one hand, on the one hand, like it's it. The last time I played it, it was just it. It might as well have been NBA Jam, right? Like it was just very, it was very arcadey. On the other hand, uh, basketball games nowadays kind of get hyper complicated. Mm-hmm. Like I understand they want to be simulations and all that, but like sometimes it's it's a little too complicated. Like it would be easier to get into the NBA and <laughs> manipulate this <laughs> controller. You know what I mean? I I just don't know what market is honestly there for them to capture at this point. You know what I mean? It's it like two K is such an iron grip on the simulation market for basketball. Like like who like what players are you getting? Like I don't I don't know anyone that's pining for like a new NBA live to come out instead of just playing 2K. I really don't. You don't think um you don't think the uh the name NBA Live will uh No because uh, no because it, it, at this point it means something else. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like 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 I think I think the name itself has been has been tarnished. I really do. Yeah. So on the, on this same uh, on the same earnings call, EA detailed a uh, few plans they had for the year, uh, which includes Madden, uh, which is going to be using the Frostbite engine for the first time in this year's game. Um, they're going to bring back the single player uh, story mode for FIFA using the same characters. So I'm assuming it'll be a continuation of that story, which is kind of interesting. Um, you also are going to have uh, a new UFC game coming out sometime during the 2018 fiscal year and a new need for speed game as well. So after, after skipping last year, it looks like that, uh, that that'll be coming. Um, Nintendo says that there are over 100 games now in development for the Nintendo switch from 70 different publishers right now. Okay. Well, I mean, how, like how many of those are games and how many of those are just like eShop apps? Right. Is the question that I have. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, over a hundred games. Um, like how many of those are just like, like that one jerk off simulator game. Right. <laughs> like, uh, okay. I mean, that's an impressive number to put up there, but, um, uh, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, I, I at this point we just need the system to put up, um, or they can shut up. Um, and they also said that they plan to ship 2 million units of the Switch worldwide by the end of March. That doesn't would, seem like a lot to me. Uh, it is a lot for, it is a lot for a launch month. Um, worldwide? If, yeah. Yeah. I mean, PS4, for, for comparison's sake, PS4 sold a million, uh, in its first week on the market. Okay. So that's, that, like, that would be an impressive start. Um, I, I hope their production can keep up because so far they've proven that that's not necessarily their forte. Yeah, but we'll okay. see. We'll see. What's uh, spe- the next wave? That's the question. Yeah, that well, that's a, it's a fair question considering. Uh, speaking of Nintendo, they say uh, it's rumored uh, that the online service for the Nintendo Switch will be much cheaper uh, than the PS4, Xbox One. Uh, basically, Nintendo President Tatsumi Kimishima uh, gave the price range in an interview with uh, Nikai Magazine, telling, uh, sorry, Nikai Newspaper, uh, telling them that 
the cost should range between 2,000 and 3,000 yen per year, uh, which in U.S. dollars ranges between about 1750 and about 2650. Uh, that would, I mean, to me, that's you. You kind of have to come in low to start yeah. for this online service. I don't, I don't think Nintendo has earned the right to to step up to the plate with like a fifty or sixty dollar a year online offering. So, is it um, is it detailed as to any perks or anything that you get with this? No, they're still they're still kind of remaining coy about that. All, all, all we know is they're still giving you the free game rental every month. The three, you know, the free NES or SNES game rental every month. Um, and and and, and there's st- and still it's the the word is still out there that like voice chat and and you know lobbies and stuff like that is still going to be on a separate app, hmm. which which just boggles my mind. Yeah, I don't uh like I, I, mean, I can't like I can't I cannot wrap my hand my head my head around that part of it specifically. Like you're gonna make people talk on the phone to chat with their friends instead of running it through the console? I mean, I guess I get the logic. You know, everybody has a phone. But uh what, I gotta use my data? Well right, and, and, and if you're making somebody? if you're making me use my fucking phone, why am I gonna pay you thirty dollars? <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Why can't I just pay you a one time, you know, download the app thing? And you know that app ain't gonna be free. Uh, well no, the app should be free, but it might cost you to use it, you know what I mean? Like if you have to be a, a switch online premium, whatever they're gonna call it. Member. I guarantee you, you're gonna have to pay for that app and you're gonna have to pay thirty bucks a month. I don't think you're gonna have to pay for the app, but but I I, I do think it's it, it's ridiculous in 2017 that a video game console is going to launch without voice chat built in on the console. Yeah. That's that kind of blows my mind. So uh, so yeah, we'll have to see what the other features are with this online service. But yeah, I mean, it, it's if if they charge you know sixty dollars a month, they'd be or sixty dollars a year, they'd be dead in the water with the online. Maybe, so maybe the idea of doing it through the phone. Mm-hmm. Is because of the portability. Like when you when you take the console off the dock and and you know, but you still want to play. I guess that makes sense. Um, it still seems bizarre that you're not at least offering an option. Like it's yeah. one thing if you can do it through the console or your phone. Yeah, but it's it's another thing if you're like, no, you still just have to have a phone to do this. Like that that's that part's kind of bizarre because if if you were playing online. Your console's got to be connected to the internet no matter what, whether you're on the go or not, right? Yeah. So yeah, we shall see. Like I said, we're we are within a month, so uh, so look forward to more coverage for from that from us uh, once we have it <laughs> from Carrie specifically. Um, <laughs> apparently, uh, in the fall 2016, Sony sold more consoles than in any quarter in PlayStation history. Uh, which is quite a feat, considering the PS2 is still a thing. Not made more money, but sold right, more units. Right, not made more money, but sold more units. Huh. So the three-month period that ended in December, so we're talking October through December, uh, Sony reported that it has shipped 9.7 million PS4 consoles worldwide, uh, which is up 15% over the 8.4 million units shipped during the same period in 2015. Um, the previous record... Uh, was the PS2 shipping 8.78 million units during the second fiscal quarter of 2003, uh, which this was quite handily more than, for Hmm. sure. 
Uh, that's a pretty. Uh, so we're over fifty-five million PS4s right now. It's actually outpacing the PS2, which wow. is the most successful game console of all time. Where do you think that the PS4 ends up? Because 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 they they've been it's it's been remarkably steady. The the PS4 sales have been. Huh. I mean, what's a console generation now? Is it still 10 years or is it down to like seven? Well, I mean, the PS3 lasted nine years, I'd say. Like like 2015 was the last year that real stuff came out for the PS3 and 360. Um, so the so PS3 lasted nine years. Uh, 360, you could argue, lasted 10 years. So, we're, I mean, I think nine, 10 years is still is still that that run for an entire console. I think, uh, I don't know. I think it could probably outpace the, uh, the PS2. I mean, like that's, I mean, PS2 ended up with a hundred and over 150 million. Jesus. That's, that's a, that's a big, like, like I think, I think, I think the PS4 will definitely get over a hundred million, but the PS2 is a pretty lofty, pretty lofty, uh, feat to, to achieve it's like the ps2 was like the clinton era and then like it law in the next generation it lost to the bush era which was the 360 <laughs> and now like they're in their obama era with the ps4 uh so yeah the xbox 361 will be the trump era and that'll be the downfall of microsoft Fair enough. Um, yeah, I'm looking. So, I'm, so I'm looking at the t- at the at the all time list right here. So PS2 number one over 155 million. Um, the Nintendo DS family um, came got to 154 million. Um, that's that's the DS, the DSi, and the DSi XL. Uh, let's see, Game Boy, Game Boy Color, 118 million. Uh, the original PlayStation sold 102 million. And the Wii sold 101 million. So th- those those five families, I guess, are uh, are the only ones that have topped a million, a hundred million consoles. And let's not count the DS and the Game Boy because they're portable consoles and they had multiple releases. Um, so let's just say the PS2, PS1, and Wii are the uh, are the benchmarks. Wow. To to kind of get to. I mean, I think it'll outsell the PS3. The PS3 ended up right around 84 million units hmm. sold. So I think it'll beat that. I th- actually, you know what? I do think it'll beat the PS2 because I don't know what it was about the PS2. Mm-hmm. Like it just came out at the right time and it did like the right things. Uh, but now that there's like heavy competition, mm-hmm. um, but there's heavy competition now, which is I think why the PS3 wasn't as successful. But like video games are just. Like they're a part of the cultural zeitgeist, right? right. Like, like my uh, my wife was talking to me. My wife was talking to me, and she was like, "Yeah, one of my friends uh, was watching her boyfriend play a game, and she was like, do you know what Metal Gear Solid Five is?'" <laughs> and I'm like, "Do, do yes, I know? <laughs> do I know? One, yes, I do. Two, what, I'd never thought I'd hear those words right. come out of your mouth in that order. <laughs> Three, I know your friend. She is a strong black alpha woman. 
Like, what is she doing watching her man play Metal Gear Solid 5? For I know her boyfriend. He don't seem like the video game type. So the fact that he's not playing Madden, like he's playing Metal Gear, <laughs> just just astonishes me. And I say all that to say that video games are such a part of the culture now mm-hmm. that, yeah, I think I think the PS4 has the potential to outpace the ps2 on the simple fact that you know people who aren't nerds still play these play these things it's interesting yeah ps3 probably would have gotten 100 million if they had gotten out of the gate better yeah but they they basically punted their first 18 months yep interesting i'm i'm look i'm just looking at this list because i'm i'm of course fascinated by figures um sony stopped reporting vita sales in 2013 (laughs) Uh, where they had fewer than four million, that puts it about a million above another terrific handheld console called the N Gauge, which sold about three million. Oh shit! Back when that was around in uh in two thousand and three, the Taco Phone, the Taco Phone, fucking fucking N Gauge, man. Um, I didn't know TurboGrafx sixteen sold ten million units. I know I know it was popular in Japan. Uh, here's a fun question, Micah. Which which console sold more between the Sega Saturn and the Dreamcast? Please don't say the Saturn. By by about uh, by about uh, what would that be? Thirteen thousand units. Oh my god! Give or take, or one hundred thirty thousand units. Yeah, yeah, man. Sad to say. Sad to say. That thing was. Uh, I, 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 I could be remembering it through rose-colored glasses, but that mm-hmm. thing was ahead of its time, and uh, it 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 wasn't ready for the world. The world wasn't ready to appreciate the Dreamcast. I would agree with you there. But yeah, PS4 just passed the uh, Super Nintendo a little while back, and they are fast gaining on the NES right now. That's kind of where they're sitting. PSP sold 82 million units. Hmm. Interesting. Um, thank that little black kid. Yeah, fucking Marcus. <laughs> uh, finally, uh, for headlines, PS4 update 4.5 is getting ready to go into beta, and they've released some of the uh, features of this update. First of all, it's about fucking time. Uh, external hard drive support for the PS4. Yeah, I had to. I had to buy a two terabyte hard drive internal. And then, you know, perform operation on my PS4. Yeah. <laughs> so I could have just, for for slightly more, I could have had four times the size. Yeah, eight, eight terabyte <laughs> in maximum storage. So, uh, so yeah, so if you, uh, if you need more storage in your PS4, just hold out a little bit longer and you'll be able to get any hard drive you want. Uh, you can also do custom wallpapers, which is something I didn't realize you couldn't do um, on the PS4, yeah. but that's that's coming soon. Uh, they're they're updating the quick menu a little bit to make it a little bit more streamlined to make it work a little bit better. Uh, simplifying notifications, uh, you'll be able to actually post on your PlayStation Network activity feed yourself instead of just uh, following what your friends are doing. So that I guess they're trying to make that more like a more like a social media wall. And you'll be able to watch 3D Blu-ray movies on PlayStation VR. Um, those huh. are the big features that they're detailing. Obviously, the hard drive support the most important of those features. Uh, it's about time. I don't know why it took them so long to to figure that out. Yeah, yeah, that didn't really make any sense. Um, 
my uh my buddy has uh PlayStation VR and mm-hmm. he's like, Oh hey man, you gotta come over and try it, man. And I'm like, oh I want to, but I really don't want to. Do you not want to because you don't want to, or do you not want to because you're afraid you're gonna want to buy one? I that there you go. That's the latter. <laughs> you, you know me very well. You know me very, very well. Because I know I would immediately have buyer's remorse. Right. No, I, I don't I don't blame you. I don't blame you at all. I, I, I won't buy one until there's more stuff that uh more regular games that take advantage of it. I, I've already made up my mind as far as that goes. I'm going to try and hold out. Fair enough. Uh, so as you're getting ready to uh, to buy your external hard drive for your PS4, well, make make sure you go to densepixels.com slash Amazon. I'm looking at options right now. So so we got we got the Seagate uh, five terabyte desktop external hard drive, only one twenty two ninety nine. It's a good price. What you saying? Oh, I I need a little bit more memory. Need a little bit more. Got to have a little bit more. Okay, I got you. Don't worry. The Seagate Backup Plus Hub, eight terabytes, only two twenty four ninety nine. You're saying that's still not enough. Well, guess what? You can get the WD sixteen terabyte MyBook Duo Desktop Raid external hard drive for four ninety nine. It won't work on the PS4 because yeah, they only go up to eight terabytes. But <laughs> you can still. You can still buy it. And when you do go to densepixels.com slash Amazon, that's the price that you'll pay. You'll pay the same low price that you'd pay on Amazon, but we get a small percentage of the sale, which helps us pay for things we need to keep the show going. So we thank anyone that has used it. We thank everyone that continues to use it. Again, densepixels.com slash Amazon for all your external hard drive needs for your PS4. Top stories. Um... Arnita Sarkeesian is back with a new episode of um, Tropes versus Women in Video Games. I saw this uh, particular episode a while ago because I I subscribe to that channel. You know, mm-hmm. I like uh, I like hearing different opinions on things, and um, I know people hate her. Uh, there's no reason to hate her. Uh, I don't think you can dislike the way she. Uh, the way she presents arguments uh, all you want because I do with some of those things. Um, mm-hmm. But I also know what I'm getting into. Like, and I think she, you, you got to know if you're watching this stuff on her channel, that there's going to be a bit of bias. And if you can accept that and not, you know, not get bent out of shape about it, mm-hmm. then I think you can enjoy uh, what she has to say. Uh, this particular episode deals with uh, the exotification of women of color. Um, and as soon as I saw that title, I said, if Far Cry 3 isn't on there. Well, then, well, uh, Far, Far Cry 3 is the, the, probably the most obvious offender, right? I would say. Uh, um, so for those of you that don't know, in Far Cry 3, you play this, uh, this uh, very well-to-do young man who goes on a uh, vacation to a tropical island and some bad oh, not, shit. Not, not, just, not just well-to-do young man. The, the character's name is Jason Brody, which as we discussed when we back way back when we did our very first, not even Dense Pixels episode, but just E3 special with the Nerdpocalypse, we lamented the whitest name, one of the whitest <laughs> names to ever grace video, a video game ever. 
Oh God! So Mister Mister Brody gets uh, and his friends get uh, shipwrecked, or you know, on this island, and it's basically a white savior story, right? Like mm-hmm. you, you as this dude become one with the tribe or whatever, and you are all you are better than what they do on a daily basis. And at the end of the game, you there's this one there's this one woman who is like the the chiefess or whatever mm-hmm. it is and they kind of see her as like a messenger from god or something like that and at the end of the game she she's the one that bestows you powers at the end of the game you can choose to kill your friends or save them and if you kill your friends then you can have sex with this uh this this uh native woman uh i killed my friends Um, (laughs) and uh and yeah so you have sex with her and then uh she takes your seed and then she kills you um the point of all that is you know the critique there is like one this woman's using sex as a weapon when she doesn't have to um there's a white savior role where you know the whole I'm a fish out of water, but I'm better than you. And at the thing that you do is fucking ludicrous. Mm-hmm. And, um, and your prize for fi- finishing the game is fucking this black chick. Um, Diablo three, they cite the witch doctors, um, being, you know, of dark skin and very stereotypical. Mm-hmm. And, and Resident Evil five, uh, Sheva in particular, you know, she says, Hey, you know, Sheva's got this tactical outfit, but if you beat the game, you can put her in this, uh, tribal bikini and it's exploitive. Um, of the arguments that she presents, those are the three major ones. The one that I don't necessarily have a problem with is Diablo. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a stereotype and, um, I, 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 I don't necessarily mind stereotypes. I can find humor in it. Uh, and I don't remember it being too egregious, but yo, <laughs> I mean, having Sheva come out looking like, you know, some African stripper, mm-hmm. it, it's not necessary. Right. <laughs> it, it isn't. Um, and the whole, but, see, but how, how much of that is, is just Japanese developer makes, you know, you know, scantily clad DLC to to appease Japanese game player. Yeah, you know what I mean. I I I think that one particular is just a coincidental exotification, if that makes sense. I don't know if it's uh, coincidental. I think they're doing. I oh, I see what you're saying. Coincidental in that the character is black, and they would have done that if it was a white character. Right. Also. Yes. Correct. Correct. All right. I see. I see what you're saying there. I don't necessarily think it should be done in any case. Yeah, well, that's see that, but that's a different argument that we're right, talking that's about a different right argument. now. That's a different argument. Okay, I got you. And look, I understand that. I'm not condoning it. I'm not uh, giving them a pass. But those people over there, they don't, they don't have our history, and they don't. And when I say our history, I mean like not just you know black people, but American history. Like right. they don't, they think. That being in blackface is like cosplay. Right. Like, oh, right. hey, look, we love Obama. See, I put a bunch of tar on my face because <laughs> I want to be like him. Like, nah, man, like that doesn't, that doesn't, uh, 
your ignorance doesn't doesn't prevent you from doesn't give you a pass for right. being something doing something stupid. But so so we talk a lot about um how black characters are represented in games on this yeah. show. Yeah. What are, what are what are your thoughts on on this particular problem? I guess you could say of um, the, black the, characters. Or, well, or, just just exotification in general. So uh, I think it's uh, I think it's a problem not just in video games, but you know, in a lot of media, right? Like mm-hmm. like you um, and look, I'm not a white guy, but from what I understand. You know, there's this fantasy of, you know, conquering something that I don't. I don't know. I don't know. It's I, I'm not cool with it. Mm-hmm. I I do see it though, and I, I I see it with black characters and I see it with Asian characters, uh, women. You know, Asian women are always portrayed as, you know, super submissive and. You know, like something out of like something out of uh, out of uh, you only live twice. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. And even still, like I I can't think of any examples off the top of my head because things have gotten better. But the I I don't I don't know I don't know. She gives some compelling arguments, mm-hmm. but I can't think of any off the top of my head that I'm like, whoa, this is super offensive to me. And maybe that's just because I'm a dude. And, uh, you know, as as ludicrous as that Sheva outfit is, mm-hmm. guess what I did when I yeah, finished Yeah, you probably equipped it right away. Right. right. So, you know, I, I, I'm part of the problem. I mean, we've already established that you're a tremendous hypocrite, so, I mean, that would not be right. a terrible thing <laughs> if that happened. Um, the, the counter-argument to this is that if if the characters weren't quote unquote exotified, then people would be bitching because they're being stripped of their of their culture, basically. If that makes sense. No, that's not that's not not, a, not uh, buying that one. I'm not buying that. That's fucking bullshit, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking bullshit. You're stripped of their culture. Guess what? Their culture doesn't consist of uh, wearing leopard print bikinis. Mm-hmm. Like that doesn't you know that's not. That's not their culture. You think when Capcom makes a makes a Street Fighter character, they visit Africa to to find to figure out what uh, Elena is, should be wearing? Like, no, like they don't, they don't, they don't do that. They're playing in the stereotypes, man. Yeah, I think. I mean, I think Far Cry is definitely an easy target for this discussion, um, just because Far Cry is so fucking egregious, and and, I mean, and really, ridiculous. it's not. It's not even. The egregious part of Far Cry is not even the, not even the the exotification of the black character. I think it's the fact that it's the you know the white conqueror coming to to save the day. I think that's the <laughs> I think that's the bigger problem. I fucking hate that shit. In Far Cry Three, <laughs> as good as good as that game is, like that that game did not get that part well. Yeah, <laughs> that man. makes sense. And that's the thing, man. That game is really fun, and it, it I really enjoyed that game, but. It's it's hard to get over, man. It's uh, it, it's really hard to get over. Um, she uses a she uses a um, she uses another example of um, one of those Zelda games mm-hmm. that um, <clears throat> excuse me, that uh, one character is 
um, her like her she split like like uh, Darkwing Duck was right mm-hmm. like like there was Darkwing Duck and then there was like that hyper good Darkwing Duck and then Nega Duck mm-hmm. and that character the the evil version of that character has darker skin and the lighter version of that character is like it has very pale skin now part of that is due to you know the age old trope of light being yeah, light good, versus dark, dark being bad right um at the same time like there's an added layer when you attribute light being good dark being va- bad to skin tone like it mm-hmm. just is like in Star Wars if all the Jedi were white and all the Sith were black like that would be th- an issue right that would be a major fucking issue <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, you know but for some strange reason people aren't cognizant of it and look if you don't like uh, Sarkeesian and if you think you know, if you if you if you don't like her and the way she presents her arguments and stuff like that, I get it. But what she is doing is she's fostering a conversation, and whether or not you agree with it, like these conversations need to be had. I'm not saying you know. Well, I mean, no, no one's saying that you have to completely jump on her side of the exactly her side of the argument, but but you should definitely be open to challenging your own convictions. Exactly. That as makes quick sense. as you are to challenge her, like you got to look at yourself in the mirror sometimes, man. Well, because I mean, because if you're the, the way I've always seen it, and this goes with anything, not just you know stuff around her videos, but if you, if if your beliefs can't withstand some scrutiny, eh, you know that maybe maybe right. they're not the best opinions to have. Exactly. So, Politics. Um, well, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I, you know that's that's the one thing I hate, man. Is is um. This, this my team versus your team, red versus blue, like, like that stuff should be reserved for sports, and that's it. Yeah, I mean it's, and I mean a lot of that's, you know, blended in the culture a bit, yeah. probably from from that. One would think, and is like people just need to open themselves up to some nuance, man. Like we far too binary, far too binary yeah, in the way man. we think and the way we, and the way we uh. The way we look at issues, like there, there, there's, there's got to be room for shades of gray. You, you got, yeah. you, you, you have to be willing to admit that, you know, going completely one direction or completely the other direction is not acceptable. Unless we're talking about Nazis, in which case it is okay to punch them in the face. There you go, over and over again. We can all agree on that. There you go. We can all agree on that. <laughs> so I don't know. Uh, I, I'll probably think of a question of the week relating something to this. Yeah. All, all I know is when I, when, whenever we talk about white conquerors coming to Africa. All, all I can think of is, is the second Ace Ventura movie. <laughs> I don't know why. Like in, like in my mind right now, I'm just seeing Jim Carrey with spears in both of his knees. Oh so. God. <laughs> Fucking Equinsu Ocha. Yeah. I ain't never forgetting that. That guy, that guy. God damn it. Oh, <laughs> uh, but at the same time, like I could take a joke. You know what I mean? I could take a joke. Like, I was watching one thing, and Ace Ventura was brought up, and this young girl who I'm sure had, um, who I'm sure was, you know, very uh, earnest in her opinion and 
you know, wanted to get it out there, but she was like, uh, Ace Ventura is very oh damaging God. to the here trans we, community. Here we, here we go. And I'm just like, Jesus, uh, <laughs> like I get what you're saying, uh, young lady, but like, come on, man, come on. Like you gotta take take into account when things were done, right? When it was done. And... <laughs> I, <laughs> God damn it! How about a guy named Ray Finkel, <laughs> for God's sakes, laces out. Like, calm down, Jesus Christ. Anyway, um, the cup noodle people are making. <laughs> Man, I, I'm not good with the segues like you are, man. Oh, my God. The cup noodle people are making this really no, you, good you, Final you, Fantasy you, you want to You want to segue. You want to talk about damaging to the community. <laughs> this, <laughs> this fucking thing. Um, the maker of cup noodle ramen is doing something special for Final Fantasy's 30th anniversary. Yeah, special special's is a word you can use to describe <laughs> this fucking monstrosity. Yeah, special in that, like, you know what? Nope. Not going to say it. The company is producing a special release of its uh, noodles featuring bosses from the uh, main Final Fantasy franchise and providing a very limited, oversized, Final Fantasy-inspired fork. Um, It is the Ultima Weapon Fork. And it will be... (laughs) I'm waiting for that to be in the next Final Fantasy, man. I'm waiting for that to be DLC for Final Fantasy 15. Oh my god. The Ultima Weapon Fork. Oh my god. Why? 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 <laughs> it will be extremely limited. Only 30 will be produced. Uh, and the only way to get it is to be part of a lottery. Um, you have to buy a special box. Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? Where's the Kefka uh, cup noodle container? Um, that's the one you should get. Well, there's, um, let's see, what do we got? So there's the one, I don't see Kefka. I see the, um, I see Kefka. Oh, uh, oh I see him now. Okay. Yeah, there he is. There he is. <laughs> $53 for this box of fucking cup noodles with all these fucking cups of noodles in them. What? Uh, nah, never mind. Nah, bro. <laughs> no, 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 nope. Nada. Oh, Fuck out of here. That's funny. Fuck out of here. Oh, my God. Why? Why is this a thing? And you know what? What are they doing? I, As much as I find this very, very stupid, I don't mind this aspect of cross-promotion. Mm-hmm. Because, because it's so ridiculous? Well, not even because it's ridiculous. Because it's not, it, uh, it's not invading my game. Right. You you have the option to ignore the two foot fork in this in this fucking in this fucking uh, uh oh just wait I'm telling you that fucking fork is gonna be in one of those DLC for Final mm. Fantasy 15 I absolutely know it is woo it's all right thing. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, more, I'm more pissed off about the price of the box of cup noodles. Is it all 12 of them? Well, uh, it's all 15 of or them. Or 15 of yeah, them? Yeah, it's all 15 of them. Still, man. Like, that's, that's you like, get, but that's still five. That's like $5 a cup. Yeah, or $4 you can get, a cup. You can get a pack of ramen for 10 cents at a corner store, man. <laughs> like, yeah, man. Nah, you bro. go to an H Mart 
And if you give them $53, they'll give you the store. Right. And if you, and Lacey, if, if I'm going to spend 60 bucks on this fucking collector set of cup noodles, I better be guaranteed a fucking two foot fork. <laughs> not, not, not a chance to win one of 30. No, you, you're going to, you're going to make sure I get one because you're making me pay fucking $60 for dehydrated noodles. Wait a minute. So it's not, it's, it's not if you just buy no, one no, of the you, cups. You have, you have to buy, no, you have to buy the full set of cup noodles, and that'll enter you into a raffle oh. to possibly win a fork. Oh, see, I read that wrong. I thought you had to just no, buy no, no, a no, no, cup. No, no, oh, no, no, no. Fuck no, you, you had to buy the whole fucking thing to win this fucking fork that's sitting there. The, the fucking fork is, you know, it's two feet long, and, and it's got, like, firecrackers hanging out of the side of it. Where where the fucking the fucking hilt is and 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 it's stupid. It's fucking dumb. It's yeah. Dumb. All right, I'm it's with idiotic. you. Idiotic. I thought yeah. I thought you had to just buy like a dollar cup of noodles. No 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 nah, no no man. no no. Nah. No you gotta you buy you gotta buy the special yourself. the special cup of noodles with the with the bosses on it <laughs> that you're never gonna want to open right because you spent sixty dollars <laughs> on a collector's item. <laughs> Fuck that shit. Oh man. Nah, man. Mm-mm. Nope. Mm-mm. The boss is for uh, 11 and 14. Like, which did they choose? I don't know. I can't. I, I, didn't, I never played those games, so I can't, uh, I can't speak on it. Yeah, I can't. I can't really tell. Anyway, this is dumb, man. This is dumb. Get out of here. It's your dumbness. Last up. A Dallas jury today awarded half a billion dollars to Zenimax after finding that Oculus co-founder Palmer Lucky, not so lucky now, is he? (laughs) And by extension, Oculus failed to comply with a non-disclosure agreement signed. Uh, In awarding Zenimax $500 million, the jury also said that Oculus did not misappropriate trade secrets as contended by Zenimax. So it wasn't wasn't the trade secret piece of it one of the that's what I thought biggest the big cruxes of the case. Was. Yeah, like you're huh. wooden people five hundred million dollars for violating NDAs. I guess. What is this? The Simpsons? That's kind of fucking crazy, man. Like like you think that if they ruled against Zenimax on that specific aspect, that there wouldn't be. So basically, yeah, it's it's two hundred million for breaking the NDA and fifty million. <laughs> For copyright infringement, and then, um, the, the, you know, Palmer Lucky and 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 Ocu- former Oculus CEO Brendan Iribe had to spend personal money as well for the same shit. Um, that's a lot of damn money. That's a whole lot of money, man. But uh, but yeah, it's it, it just seems that just seems an odd uh, an odd verdict, considering they did not find for them in in the arguably the most important part of the case. Right. Uh, what kind of NDA has a <laughs> $200 million penalty? I don't know. Good Lord. I, 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 I have to imagine that that amount is going to get reduced down at some point. I, I really to, can't right? see them getting 500 grand and they're, and they're probably going to appeal it. I would imagine too. Yeah. So, you have to, you we'll have see. to, but the big, the other big part of the story is that apparently, um, Zenimax, it says they're thinking about seeking an injunction to stop sales of the headsets for now, at least. Wow, which would be uh, 
uh, might be a bit of a if that happened, that could be a bit of a death knell for that headset. That's I mean, because any any time loss, like let's say that they're able to get it shut down until the appeals process is uh, is is finished. Um, I mean, what th- that could take years potentially. Yeah. Jesus, man. Interesting. Yeah, that, and this and this is not the time to be on the sidelines um, in the VR marketplace. Yeah, it isn't. Not when um not when you're trying, not when this thing is is in its infancy. Right. Like you want to you want your name out there and uh you want to be out there, but I don't know, man. I I don't know. It's a lot of money to throw around. Like it doesn't seem uh it seems like they're playing with monopoly money. Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, in fairness, like corporations that have as much money as these corporations do kind of are yeah. playing with, you know, sums of money that we can't even fathom. Yeah. So, but, uh, yeah, like I said, I just found, I found it, in, I mean, and, and, you know, obviously we're no legal experts on this show and, and I certainly don't have the fucking time or inclination to actually read through court documents oh, around no. this case nope. to kind of, to get a better understanding of it. Um, but like I said, I'm just surprised that so much money is changing hands when you look at the fact that, you know, the, the main crux of the case was not found in Zenimax's favor. So there you go. There you go. Cool. Well, that is uh, that is it for us this week, guys. So again, uh, if you have not stopped by our fan group on Facebook, you should do that. Uh, if you go to densepixels.com slash fans, it'll direct you right toward there. And make sure you hop in and, and, and start chatting because there's a lot of multiple threads happening every day in there. Uh, make sure that you leave us five-star review on iTunes. If you do, we'll read it on the air. So if you got something to plug, you can toss it right in there. Or uh, if you want to make fun of Jay, uh, who has his finger on the pulse of what is popular, who just realized that the cash me outside how about that girl is only 13 years old and not in fact 28. <laughs> what? I think is what he said. <laughs> and you can make fun of him and we will read it. Oh so yeah, make fun of, give us a five star review, make fun of Jay and we'll read it. Uh, uh, matter of fact, if you leave us a five star review, you should make fun of Jay. Cause, yeah, because why wouldn't you? Hell, if you leave a five star review making fun of Jay, I'll do it in whatever kind of voice you want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Well, if you have Facebook and Twitter, uh, find us at Dense Pixels. That'll link you to both of our pages there. Subscribe to the show on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play Music, or any other podcatcher that you use. And you can follow us all on Twitch. I am Dense Pixels. Brad Terrence is Apparition Four Ten. Micah is Dense Black Nerd. Carrie is Suppets Carrie. And yeah, that is uh, that is it for us this week. And hopefully, you guys enjoyed the Royal Rumble conversation last week. Yep. And uh, yeah. That's that's all I got. I got I got nothing else. All right. I got nothing else. We are out of here. Peace. See ya.